Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me at TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. She gets my final rose of friendship, Jacqueline Trumbull. Thank you, Liam. That means more to me than anything. <laughs> and we will be joined by two very special guests later in the episode. The winners of Listen to Your Heart, Bree Stouse and Chris Watson. Woo, woo, woo! Yeah, so they'll be coming after the break. But first, it's the finale. And we started with three couples, but Rudy and Matt didn't make it to the stage. So by the end, there were only two couples on that final performance because Matt didn't feel strong enough in his relationship to pretend like he did. He couldn't fake it. So he and Rudy went home. So it was just Jamie and Trevor and Bree and Chris uh, who performed in front of Tay Diggs and Jewel and and Rita Wilson and Jason and Caitlin, you know, one of these things is not like the other. Um, <laughs> everybody performed. It was great. And then the judges gave it to Bree and Chris. So they'll be joining us later. So stick around. It's going to be great. We're going to talk about the final performance with Bree and Chris. So before we get to that, uh, let's talk about Rudy and Matt. Cause you had, you texted me while you were watching the episode saying you, you love it. You love Rudy and Matt. I love Rudy and Matt. That breakup, well, besides being really sad that it happened, mostly because I just wanted to see them perform, I'm glad they showed him saying that. Like, I do feel bad that I, I stripped her of the stage. I was like, yeah, I was sad too, Matt. Thanks for that. We saw so much of their relationship in that breakup. I loved watching her get angry and then describe that why she was getting angry and then apologizing and then apologizing for apologizing and just going through that whole mess of like, how do I handle, you know, the like chaotic hurt of like losing somebody that I really care about. And then him just like really being torn between uh, loving her, but not being in love with her and, and really like showing her that. And then her being really grateful at the end for him showing her that it was just so, it was so nice. I like the people on the show so much more than the people on these other shows. Yeah. They seem like nice, normal people. They're like pretty well adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Matt's, conflicted feelings it felt very real because sometimes when you say like i care about you so much while you're breaking up with somebody it's like yeah okay great but it seemed very sincere like there was real feeling there and he just couldn't go through with it you know you gotta respect i can't fake it too you know yeah i really liked how he said that they had a bond that would last forever i mean that's really how you feel when you leave the show whether that holds up or not is uh to be determined but that was when i really believed him you know he's like i see you in my life long term and this was like such a special experience and you're the only one who's ever gonna get it another thing that was nice about the show is that there was very little cattiness yeah like no one was really talking shit about each other no was- i loved it they were nice and supportive like when brie and chris won Jamie and Trevor were happy for them. Yeah. I thought that was so nice. Do you think if it were you, you'd have to practice your happy reaction beforehand? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would say it would depend on who won. If it was my friends who won and I thought they deserved it, I would be happy. You know the Friends episode where Joey practices his his loser, or maybe it's Rachel who practices her losing speech at the whatever, whatever, doesn't matter. That would be me. It was just lovely to see. Also, this is sort of a side note, but I was like rewatching part of Shallow when they sang it and Matt really knows how to look at a woman. Yeah. Like that was half of the magnetism of that performance. It was just the way he looked at Rudy. He was like, I can't believe you're real. You're amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, we can ask Bree and Chris what their relationship is like maybe now, like to see if they're still singing together. But I hope so. They were so good together. Yeah. We'll find out in the interview exactly what their situation is now because it's chaos right now. I mean, everything is up in the air. Let's find out. Let's see what they have to say. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Bree and Chris back after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we're back, and I am thrilled to welcome to the show Bree Staus and Chris Watson, the winners of Listen to Your Heart. How you doing? <laughs> we're great. We're excited to be here. Thanks for having us, Liam. We are so excited to have you. <laughs> You're the most exciting guests ever. <laughs> we, Liam and I really, really liked this show. Yeah. Like, yeah, we thought it was great. Like, it seems like the contestants were really mature and supportive of each other. It was just a nice, I mean, I obviously was on The Bachelor. So, I mean, I, I like that show as well. But this was like really low cattiness. It seemed like everyone really cared about each other. It was just nice to see. Yeah, I feel like it was um, a very different take on The Bachelor with similar elements. But yeah, we all really just supported each other. So it was, it was nice to have. Yeah. I also want to say congratulations on your win. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, if, it's, it's, if for you, it probably feels like it's been, um, you're just waiting for the world to catch up to what you already know. <laughs> yeah, we've been living in the dark for a good couple months now. So it's just been weird to be like, oh, this person I was talking to that I can't actually tell you who I was talking to about. Okay. Now it's like, oh, I was talking to Bree the entire time. That's what I was. So it's, it's, it's really fun. It wrapped in February, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrapped in February. So, so it's it been three months, actually. Three months, really, since yeah. the finale. So, wow. yeah. Was it only like three weeks of filming? Um, it was It was a little bit more than that. Um, I think around I think there. Was, yeah. I think it was like three and a half to four weeks. Yeah. Okay, so about the length of Paradise then. Yeah, which I didn't realize. I thought that this was like the shortest Bachelor, but yeah, same thing. It feels like a year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, because you, you have four days in one day. You get four yeah. days in one hour. You know, it's just, it's, it's reality TV world, so. And you guys have, I mean, like being on The Bachelor is a lot of pressure and stress, but I cannot imagine if I had to perform like every few days. That is just so much added stress. Were you able to have fun or was it? <laughs> it was everything. Like it yeah. was extremely nerve wracking and so much pressure to you know, receive a song and then in a day or two have to perform in front of celebrity judges while also having fun and finding love and going on dates, you know, but it was like, I wouldn't have done it any other way. It worked out the way that it was supposed to. And I just never knew that we were capable of doing something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It seems so unimaginable from the outside, but once you're in it, like you're capable of doing things you had no idea you were capable of doing. Like mm -hmm. people will doubt like, how, how can you make this, you know, this love connection so quickly? But it's like when it's all, when it's this intense, you feel it. You catch yourself talking about other people and what they're going through. And you're like, yo, I don't even talk about like my friends like this and their drama, but it's just like, if this is all that you have, then what else is there? You know? Uh -huh. So 
so in like Bachelor and Paradise, there's the end goal is engagement. Did you guys feel that kind of pressure? Like, was there any kind of goal at the end for your relationship that was like externally put on you? We didn't necessarily feel pressure, but we definitely felt like if that's something we wanted to do, they would be, everyone would have been all for it, including the cast members. (laughs) I think a lot of people were surprised that we um, weren't because it did go so well for us. But, um, but yeah, we didn't feel this intense amount of pressure. No, we, we did say if, if Michael Todd could marry us, I was like, breathe (laughs) down. She wasn't down, which is, I mean, it is what it is. I didn't have a ring, so. It was completely serious. It was was in the tour bus, the tour bus on the way to Vegas, and he legit was like, I will marry you today in Vegas if Michael Todd marries us. I literally was, that's that's when I felt pressure, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What do you sing? What do you sing? Hot touch at the ceremony? What else are you going to walk down the aisle to? (laughs) Huh? No, no, no. Yeah, it'd be sick. That'd be incredible. I should have said yes. <laughs> and so I was watching and thinking like this is the first time in a very, very long time where the final rose recipients have not gotten engaged. And uh, I thought that was cool. I think it kind of fit with the vibe of the rest of the show. I think the producers figured it. If, if there was an engagement on top of all the performing and then on top of all the dates and all the love, they would be like, yo, we are never going to get anybody back. <laughs> we can't even like worry about like, we'd have to worry about their health and their safety. Like, so it would have been too much. Have you uh, talked about it? since or are you still taking it day by day or just you know just living in the moment well with quarantining separate um definitely taking it day by day but we would be lying if we said we hadn't talked about it because you know i feel like if if that's not your end goal in a relationship then maybe it's not working out you know so we've talked about you know a lot of future plans with us but the first step is to see each other first <laughs> i know i can't this is so it's so insane just the, i know the timing is could not be worse <laughs> Terrible. no and we've like joked about it. it's like we're he's 30 i'm 28 so you know it's like we're ready and it's just seemed kind of unfair it's like here's this person and it's everything you've ever wanted and then psych you actually can't see them for the next three four months so <laughs> It's terrible. I'm but so it's sorry right. that's happening. I mean, I'm sorry it's happening for everyone. Yeah. I know. No. You can't <laughs> complain because it's yeah. everybody, but right. yeah. But for you guys in particular. Um, <laughs> so where, so Chris, you're in LA and Brie, are you in, in Utah? I'm in Utah. Yeah. Just with my family. So you have your album. Your we <laughs> have an album. It's out. Yeah, it's out. It's unreal. I just, I still can't even believe it yet. Like, it's just... I don't know. Every time you release something, it's literally like giving birth. So it feels vulnerable, but I'm so excited and I want everyone to know. Very yeah. exciting. It's it's called Brie and Chris, correct? Brie and Chris, not Chris and Brie. Brie and Chris. Chris and Brie. Alphabetically. <laughs> Chris and Brie. It is Chris no. and Brie? No, phonetically it rolls off the tongue better. Chris and Brie. <laughs> <laughs> we had a really hard time deciding, but we did end up going with Chris and Brie. <laughs> Good to know we made the wrong decision. <laughs> no, either either way, both ways, it's great. Either way, it's fantastic. Thank you, thank you. We wrote it in in about two months in two separate states, two different studios during a pandemic. So there's there's a lot of factors involved, but we are proud and excited that it's out. How did you yeah. record together? 
So before the like lockdown hit, um, I was able to go to LA for two weekends. And um, that's when we were able to go to the Village Recording Studio in Los Angeles with the Final Rose Band from the show mm-hmm. and um, kind of run through the covers with them while they recorded. And then the next weekend, we had a first meeting with District 78, um, the producers, and kind of just went over a game plan and got some ideas going. And then when I came back to Utah, um, within a couple of days, that's when everything kind of got shut down. So yeah, we just ended up doing a bunch of FaceTime calls and then I found a studio here and he went, you know, with them there, social distancing style. And we just did it somehow. <laughs> it was not ideal. Wow. No, no. That's it was, unbelievable. It was not ideal, but it was, it was so much fun. I mean, you know, we would be, uh, you know, in a virtual recording session, you know, because Brie would be in the booth and I'd just be on a call like this where I can't see anything and all I could do is hear her and be like, okay, do that again. And she's like, wait, that's so great. And like, okay, let me just get one more. We're like, yeah, do one more. And just like, it's just, I don't know. It's stuff that you only do in person then you have to do over like virtual connection. It's, I don't know. Yeah. It's something else. It's, it's a really weird time that we're in. Yeah. And you wrote the songs over Zoom, over over FaceTime. How did you do that? Every time we talked, pretty much, we'd be like, oh, is that a new lyric? Okay, let's write that down, jot it down. We would have, <laughs> we would have like dedicated times where it's like, okay, like tonight we need to make sure that we dedicate four hours to like really going into the music and writing down this and trying to get somewhere with the song. It was very, very difficult though. I can't, we can't like underestimate that. But at the same time, like we work very well together. So mm-hmm at times like it was difficult and then we would start to get on a roll and then it would just end up coming all together. So. I mean, is it normal to have to write an album in two months? That seems incredibly fast. No, <laughs> no. Well, there's a lot of things. Like usually you have time to really gel with who you're working with. So you uh-huh. know exactly how you guys work together. Uh, a lot of that was just shortened. And so yeah. we, it was kind of an extension of the show, but just like dealing with crazy scenario, knowing that we're more than capable of that of this and Mm -hmm. uh just going out and just doing it you know making it happen Mm -hmm. yeah the show definitely prepared us for that and so the album it's it's half original songs and then half songs you did on the show Mm -hmm. yeah what's your favorite cover that you do my favorite was lover because taylor swift is my girl and it was the best (laughs) you see this shirt what is it are you wearing I can't Can you see <gasps> oh, look at you. You knew you did that on purpose. My t-shirt, my t-shirt says, it says lover. Well, I'll tell you what, you're finding your way to Bree's heart. So. <laughs> That's a win. That's a win, Liam. Big W. Shout out to Bianca Shandon. <laughs> the company that makes this shirt. How about you, Chris? Uh, when it comes down to the recording, I think can't help falling in love just because it's a different feel than like the original. The original is just like the same, you know, you're walking, you're, you know, you're in a swimming pool, swimming slow laps. This one, you're like, okay, we go to a water park, you know, it's the same song, but just a little more turned up. So <laughs> I, I was glad to see that you guys did your own thing with that and that performance. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. It was difficult, especially because everyone else kind of had um, upbeat songs. And so uh-huh. we're just like, how do we add energy to this? <laughs> just like, yeah. So thank you for saying that. And like, you know, there's, there's so much stuff like figuring out that song and figuring out that key change was like one of the most difficult things musically we did on that show, like literally mm-hmm. pulling our hair out. So it's just kind of cool. Of like, what we experience and then what we get to see of ourselves. We're like, man, we look, we look great. Not like we're like <laughs> freaking out 
about singing the song that we barely know, so. How was it watching yourselves back? That was something I was very afraid of, like even just to know what my mannerisms would be, you know, like how often do I play with my hair or something? I was like, this is going to be terrible. I'm gonna have to watch this from under the bed. Was it, did it feel good to you guys? Um, The first time I saw Chris and I's like, you know, when we were sitting on the couch and I think it was the first episode and I like booped his little nose and my face (laughs) turns into like a pug scrunch face. I literally hid in my kitchen closet. Like I was backing up and ended up in the closet because I was so like mortified of how I looked. So no, it was, it was very shocking. And then I had to just get used to it. And then I was like, okay, it's fine. You know, that's just your personality chill. And now I think it's cute, but yeah, shocking at first. And then he just doesn't make different faces. So I made the faces for the both of us. Yeah. It was very weird. I mean, it still is. It's just kind of like unbelievable that we did all this stuff. Like when when the promos first started coming out before the show was out, we'd be like, yo, what did we actually do? Like, I know everything we did, but what, <laughs> like, what did we actually do? Um, so I think seeing the performances back is like really just like one of the coolest things because, you know, I was just, you know, so proud of Bree, so proud of us, but really just so proud of everybody else, like just going through that. And mm-hmm. really like the thing is, it's like out of everything, the performance is what we're best at because we're musicians. So mm-hmm. it's like, this is everybody in their actual element doing what they actually really want to do. So I think those were the coolest parts to, to watch back for me. Yeah, just even like doing this podcast, sometimes I'll like black out and don't remember anything that I said. <laughs> but when you see it, when you see it back, you're like, I don't remember this at all. This is amazing. This is how this mm-hmm. went, huh? Yeah, especially when, you know, you're doing so many things in one day, it's really easy to forget things you said, looks you made. So that's been very surprising as well. <laughs> And is there anything you remember that you wish people had gotten to see uh, that didn't get shown on the show or, you know, an aspect of your relationship that you feel didn't totally come across? I'm jumping on the gun. I think it was really like the first kiss, like moment where whatever, like I thought we like snuck away from the camera, but like we kissed and I was like, oh, there's another camera. Then I was just like, it didn't matter. I wanted to kiss her again and we did it again. And I'm like, whenever I see that, I'm probably just going to pass out. And I never have. So it's okay. (laughs) That's cute. Jacqueline and I were talking about this last week and she thinks no, but I want to know. So in the house, since, you know, all the, everybody was living together in the house, boys and girls living together in this house, was there any chance for anyone to, you know, sneak away and get some, get some alone time? Like maybe late at night, sneak across to the other wing? Or was it, was it? I'll I'll let Jacqueline uh, answer the whole sneaking away on Bachelor World and like if that's even a reality. So, this is why I said no. I mean, they made us sign papers for paradise, basically saying like no funny business. Um, unless you wanted to go to the boom boom room. Did you guys have, was there a boom boom room like on paradise? A room basically where people can go and they sign papers right before they go in, which like really probably kills the mood, I would think. There was a, a room. I don't think anybody used it. So, I mean, we didn't try. And I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. They did the fantasy suites at the very end in the last episode, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, some of the couples had options to do overnighters, but I don't even know if they did that. So it was really different that way. But if someone did, they haven't told. And <laughs> we will find them. <laughs> Great. Cover your ears. <laughs> A lot of the rules of Bachelor have been broken. Like, you did not choose to forego your separate rooms and you stayed together. I don't think that's ever <laughs> happened before in Bachelor history. 
Well, I mean, I'm glad to be a pioneer. I've always <laughs> wanted to be one. <laughs> so thank you. And Bri and I. Have you spoken to any of the other contestants since the show wrapped? Have you been keeping in touch? Yeah. Yeah, we honestly keep in touch with everyone from the show. That's how it was from the beginning. We we all bonded just instantly. And I know there's been quite a bit of drama since and not everyone keeps in touch, but I think the both of us have been able to maintain relationships with everyone, which is what I really wanted to get out of it as well. Yeah. So. We're, we're boring when it comes to the drama, guys. Like you saw it. <laughs> I'm a drama-free philosophy. I don't do, like you got drama, guess what? I cut you off. Like, I'm done with this <laughs> serious, it's like, it's true. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I get all the drama I need from The Bachelor. I don't need <laughs> my real life. <laughs> exactly. so, so is anyone else still singing together or have people kind of gone their own independent ways? There's not a lot we can confirm. I know okay. just like through speaking with people, I know that Matt and Rudy are planning on working out something together yes. musically. Oh, yes. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, I think that he announced that on his Instagram. And then I saw that Ryan um, said something about that on his Instagram as well with Natasha. So mm -hmm. I am crossing my fingers because they all really need to. They work so well together. It would be a shame to not, to not yeah. see more of that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Listen to your heart part too. I mean, we could run this whole competition again. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Cause like, just for the, for the timing of the, you know, the tour, I imagine you guys are disappointed that that's on the back burner for now, but. Yeah, we definitely had to mourn it, you know, cause it was kind of, it felt like a loss, <laughs> yeah. um, but honestly, it, it's nice that, you know, there's no touring going on, so um, we can't just like have a pity party over ourselves, even though we have, we've needed to like move on and, you know, just kind of plan for the future. So we are still planning on touring. Yeah. Um, we're just kind of taking it now a little bit slower, which may be good in the long run because that would have been really rushed as well. So it may end up being a really good thing for us and we're definitely still doing it. Right, whenever that happens, who knows? I know, uh, if and when, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brie, one but, of my favorite moments of the entire show was uh, when you, after you won and you were like running down the aisle, like <laughs> slapping people's hands. I mean, it's so, so few people in the world get to have like their dreams come true in one crashing moment. What was that? Was it like everything like you would imagine or were you suspended in disbelief for a while or like what was that moment like? Um, it was both. It was really ugh, that whole thing. It felt like it lasted an hour from when Chris Harrison called our names and we hugged and everything just went, you know, in the movies when things, um, the, the sound goes out yeah. and then suddenly it like catches up and it's like, that's what it felt like. And then yeah. running through the crowd, I was like, these people are screaming my name. They want to touch my <laughs> hand. Wow. And it was just so cool. But I'm so glad that, um, that we got to experience that, especially now that touring is on yeah. hold because yeah. it would have been more than that. So I'm just so glad we got to do that. And it was crazy. It was the best feeling of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I was feeling it watching you. It was so cute. And just like, it was just like a kid in a candy shop, you know, like, oh my God. I definitely turned five years old for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I got a little choked up while I was watching it. It was so sweet. I was Aww. like, oh, look at this, these nice people getting what they deserve. This is so Oh, cool. that's oh, really sweet. Enough.
appreciate that. I loved the final rows on the bus. You got to have the thing in front of everybody and then you got to go on the bus and have, you know, a more private moment with, with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Always. A bunch of private moments with the camera, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, that was really cool to be able to, you know, to start from the first row ceremony where it's so intense and you have no idea what's going to happen to the end where it's like, here are your roses, you did it. There's no more, you know, nerves of... Us. Yeah, it was really awesome. Yeah. The last couple of days were really weird with just like the three couples. It was just like, wow, like you didn't know who was who, was who, you know? And then all of a sudden this is like, I know the ins and outs of all these people, basically. So were you guys confident kind of the whole time that you were going to win? No. No. <laughs> I mean, like when it comes to winning, like the truth is whatever. Bree and I, we both already won. We got each other. We don't care about whatever before we even before chris harrison said what the prize would be or whatever we we're just like this is great i got a girlfriend we're, we're chilling as it started to get closer and closer you know we kind of think about winning but we don't operate as music as a competition you know mm -hmm. so to be in that competition element of course you're like yeah i want to win I, I do care about losing a little bit but it really wasn't until like right before we hit the stage where I was like, yo, like this is over. Like Brie like got so loose. And I'm like, yo, if she's like this ready to go, then I just need to match her energy. Like let's go crush this thing, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, so in the final episode, was there anything wrong or was the energy shifting or? What, what? I'll, tell, I'll tell you what was wrong is that we had a part, we had the biggest part of the song and uh -huh. we had no idea what we were gonna do. And so okay. that causes a whole boatload of anxiety when you don't know what you're going to sing on the biggest stage in front of a million <laughs> cameras and all these for a finale for a finale to win it and go on tour. And you're like, oh, the most important part of the song, what are we going to do here? So it was yeah. just like the overall just like, you know, pre preparation that was just like seeping through everything. But we, we ended up figuring it out at the end. Yeah, just kind of the normal stress and anxiety of the moment. You know, that's what yeah. that was the weird energy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're performers. We want it to be perfect. We don't want to hit a wrong note. We want to have the choreography down. And when you don't know what you're doing for that beforehand, it's a little stressful. So I yeah, that's what that was all 100% about. Little editing magic then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I think this show does that is kind of funny is they, this makes more sense to me in The Bachelor, but I was kicked off Paradise so quickly that I don't really know how this works there. But Jacqueline one was on Paradise for one day. One day. Made it pretty far in The Bachelor, though, so I'm not. <laughs> not bad. That's like, that's like Michael Todd's status. He's a legend. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, well, I want to go back and watch your seasons, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, one thing they do is like on Paradise, they'll be like, they'll give people dates and they'll be like, you guys have to figure out like everything about your relationship on this date, which I always found kind of strange because they are together all the time anyway. The difference is that now they're like at a restaurant. For this show, it's it was particularly interesting because, and I don't know how this actually was obviously, but it seemed like the dates were pretty quickly like before the performances. And they're like, you have to get everything like figured out about your relationship right now on this date before you go perform. And then there's this extra pressure of like, we have to be right in the right mental space in order to perform. Was that actually what was going on? Or like, was there the pressure to get everything figured out on dates? I mean, you guys seemed like you were pretty 
like you knew what you were doing this whole time, but yeah, you know, we definitely lucked out in that department because we didn't have any stress when it came to that. Cause we were magically always on the same page, but oh. looking at the other couples and seeing, you know, it was more, I would say normal. And, um, yeah, I mean, because of the time frame, you really did have to have a connection, have it figured out, get into the song, you know, prove yourself on stage. And so to answer your question, yes, it was very stressful that way. You know, you really did have to have that like instant bond. Yeah. And I, I kind of think like, you know, in terms of like Ryan and Natasha, when they got to go on their date down to uh, house of blues in Anaheim, like we were, we were also pumped because we're like, all right, well, they're obviously so talented separately, but throughout this date, like they had time to bond. They got to sing on stage and like the craziest scenario. I'm like, okay, they trust each other. Mm-hmm. Um, their performance is going to be that much better. And it really was. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys get to listen to your heart? What was your casting journey? Um, so I have a gig website where it says like, I play weddings, corporate gigs, restaurants, bars, and everything. And I got an email saying, hey, there's this new dating show. Would you want to try it? And I had like two cases of E. coli and was super jet lagged. And I was just like, <laughs> is this a dream? Sure. <laughs> So that was, that was the start of my journey a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, with it being a new show, you know, none of us knew it existed and I had never thought of doing anything bachelor related. So, um, someone reached out to me through Instagram and I thought it was a joke. So they, they had to try again. And then I was like, okay. And, um, but then I was like, oh, this is super legit. This is like everything I've ever wanted. So it, it worked out great. And it just kind of, and here we are. Who knew? <laughs> no, who knew? I mean, because it's like, it's like, would I go on a dating show? Like, not really. But it's like, would I go on a blind date? Of course. And so if the blind date turns out to be a dating show, would you go on a blind date on a dating show? Yeah. You know? That's so interesting that they found you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to, whatever, big up the production team. They're absolutely amazing. You know, I don't know how often I could shout it out, but they truly are one of the greatest production teams in television world. No wonder that The Bachelor's been on for so long. Yeah, that's another thing is like, it was a very trusted source because they've been doing it. So I was like, this is going to be great. Yeah. Were you fans of the of the show before or or no? Not really. I mean, we had seen a little bit, um, but I have a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I will admit that my last full Bachelor episode was in 2013 with my ex. So that's it's been a long time, <laughs> a long time. So who knew that was your future? <laughs> who knew? With a different woman. <laughs> I believe me, not this guy. So <laughs> all right. Well, we have to wrap up pretty soon. So before we do, I have a couple of uh fashion questions for, for Chris. I am the I always <laughs> I, I know I always notice these. I always notice shirts. I always notice guys' shirts. <laughs> and Chris, in the last episode. You were wearing an all-over print hoodie. And uh, you and I are the same age. We're both 30. And that hoodie was the kind of thing that we had in high school. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I was like, that takes me back to 2005. That's incredible. What, yeah. what is that hoodie? Legit. I think it was 2005. <laughs> December 2005, exactly when I got that hoodie. I got that hoodie for my 16th birthday. It's a vape hoodie. I was obsessed with it. You know how you get obsessed with stuff in high school. Um, and my aunt actually bought it for me. Rest her soul. Cousin Joan. 
but she loved me so much and like that was one of the last things that she got for me so i love that hoodie i still got it in the closet if you want me to put it on i can't you know <laughs> it's vintage now wow that's i mean that's... oh yeah it's a vintage brie tried it on she zipped it all the way up you know yeah. that's it's a terrifying. shot that i wish that we saw too <laughs> i mean if you sold that on grail i wonder what it'd be worth on grailed but but you're not going to sell it on Grailed because you want to hold on to it. I mean, unless I go broke, but uh, fingers crossed. I feel like that's everybody listening. That's your responsibility to not let Bree and I go broke. So, like, Yeah, we're yo, setting up a GoFundMe so that we can we finally go get back together. We got a Patreon. What's your Venmo? Is it Bree Spouse? My Venmo is Talon Watson. I'm not even joking. Student loans are real. You don't have to do all that. What you need to do, if you're listening to this, what you need to do is go on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you stream your music and listen to Chris and Brie, the self-titled debut album. Chris and Brie. Listen to it on repeat. Yeah, listen to it. You know, get back to us. You know, we're so happy with how everything turned out. And I mean, I'm just so happy that I get to do this with Brie. And so I hope you guys enjoy it. Brie, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. So thrilled for your win. Congratulations again. And uh, can't wait to check out the album and, and see what comes next. Thank you guys so much. You were amazing and we should all talk again very soon. I hope all so. Right. Okay. <laughs> bye, bye guys. Bye. All right, Jacqueline. We did it. We interviewed Bree and Chris. It was great. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. I'm so glad they came. Yeah. And now this is the end. We've reached the end of, of Listen to Your Heart. No. No, I'm like Jamie when Rudy left. I can't do it anymore without Listen. This is it. I mean, we'll see if Listen to Your Heart comes back again. I know. In the meantime, we have to go back to catty, snarky, regular Bachelor shows. Yeah. Claire Crawley waiting in the wings. I am excited for that. Yeah. So until then, this has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. We'll see you later. Bye. (laughs) 